Welcome to Simply Ray, a space where we are big on doing life together, where we learn, celebrate and grow. I'm your host, Ray, and I believe in being real and keeping it simple. Join me as we embark on creating extraordinary moments in our ordinary lives. Good morning, everybody, Simply Ray family. I have the biggest testimony to share. I don't know if you can tell my voice is a little bit like me so lack of me. Um, but that's Afrikaans for not so great. But yesterday, the day before, I had no voice and I needed to record this podcast and I was freaking out because I was like, without a voice, how do you how are you a podcaster? That is literally what you do. And I've heard of singers who get their voice and should. Now I'm not a famous singer. I'm not going to insure my voice. No insurance company is going to be like, yeah, no, your voice is essential to the work you do. Um, because it isn't. My podcast is not that big. But I was kind of like, oh, my word. I should have insured my voice. And I was thinking, maybe if I type it out and one of my friends take over, you know, maybe that will be a way, of, <laughs> a way of recording. But this morning, I got up and I drank enough water to drown someone. And I got my voice back. It's a little bit rusty, but it's here. So praise be to Jesus. I am back on my feet, on my voice. Um, I felt a little bit like Ariel, to be honest. Um, not being able to talk and having to like sound like, I'm sorry, I can't talk. Um, but yeah. Anyway, shame. All my friends yesterday, we went out for dinner. And they all like, whenever I tried to speak, everyone would like lean into the table to try to listen to me. Um, but anyway, this morning it is good. Right is right. Welcome back. Well, yeah, welcome back. Uh, this is our second week of the theme, Living Simply, How to Live Simply. That was our theme for our topic for last week. We spoke about your mindset and are you giving responsibility for your joy and your peace to external things? Because if you are, you'll never find peace that way. And a simple life, in fact, any life, um, lifestyle mindset starts with your mind. You need to get your thoughts under control and then you can move on to the other things. So last week we focused on getting our mind under control. There is no way I expect you to have got that under control. I don't even have it under control. Just some little thought-provoking things. But today we are jumping into some practical ways that you can simplify your life. So the first thing that you can do is keep the decoration simple in your bedroom so clutter free like clutter free space tidy spaces it has an impact on your mindset but it's important to examine your physical space first and with this kind of comes up the topic of minimalism and that's kind of been a huge movement everyone's pushing for a minimalistic lifestyle to eliminate stress and I've never tried a full-on minimalistic lifestyle but I definitely know that when my room is a mess or when my desk is a mess I'm not as productive my roommate laughs at me all the time because whenever I'm stressed I'll be like look I'm not trying to be antisocial, but I'm just going to put my earphones in and I'm just going to like crack on and clean my room I did that yesterday and she was just laughing at me she's like no no, no go find your piece <laughs> I was like thanks dude so when, you, when I at least clean my space, I know the impact it has on my brain. My eyes just rest on one thing. It's not like it has, it's overstimulating and there's so many things going on. It's just one thing. I can focus on my task at hand. So we also studied this in school. If you have something with really 
bright patterns and it's busy it's not a relaxing space we learned about how to design a house and if your bedroom is also your workspace um putting your desk facing um a wall that has a lot of things like a lot of um patterns or bright color that is good because it will stimulate your mind whereas your bed needs to be facing the opposite direction and that will create a relaxing environment for your mind so um yeah i think also i mean i don't know the science behind it but when we go to sleep or when we just feel like we need to relax a bit we close our eyes maybe that's because we don't want to look at anything because it's too overstimulating so we want to close our eyes so it's just black and that allows us to calm down a little bit so that's something that you can do keep the decoration simple in your bedroom and clean your room i know your parents paid me to say that next up is create a capsule wardrobe this also links in with the idea of minimalism and i can definitely vouch for this because coming from high school when we wore school uniforms to university where you can wear whatever you want i had not built a capsule wardrobe and it was stressful because you wake up and you can't wear anything with anything you have to wear this specifically with this because it goes together and this specifically with this because it goes together and now that you've worn those two pieces together because they are so obviously those pieces when you wear it again it's very obvious that you're re-wearing the same outfit also nothing wrong with that um we're going to be doing an episode later on all about um slow fashion um and re-wearing outfits is not a bad thing do not let people be like oh didn't you wear that like last week yes i did and i like this outfit and it's cool and i'm going to wear it again but Anyway, a capsule wardrobe will just allow you to be able to if you wake up late in the morning, which happens. It happens sometimes, guys, forgive yourselves. But you wake up early and now you have to think of an outfit. That is so much stress and that is not going to build an atmosphere of peace nor is it going to add to your simple life. So, definitely I recommend capsule wardrobe. I need to emphasize this though. Do not do this all at once. Do not. I've done this so many times. Go into your cupboard and be like, right, I'm not happy with the way this is working and throw out everything. That is not going to create peace either because then you're going to have to walk to class naked, which I don't recommend. I've never done it though, not recommending from experience. Um, but don't do it all at once. Just start with like two items a week or you see an item and be like, look, I don't really wear that. Let me see. I'll offer it to my child or I'll offer it to my sister or the person that comes and cleans our house. I'll offer it to them and um, donate it or even you could sell it. Um, but yeah, this also, this idea of a capsule wardrobe links in with jewelry and shoes and even makeup. If you've got a lot of makeup and you don't use that makeup, see what you can um, donate and get rid of and just yeah, purge a bit, but don't do it all at once. Next up, we've got eliminate technology and look for ways to fill the day with, oh, I like the rhyme there, but look for other ways to fill, um, to fill your time, like going for walks or reading. Um, don't get me wrong, technology is a brilliant tool. I'm currently sitting here recording on my phone, reading from my laptop. Um, and technology is incredible. I am so grateful for technology. But I think we must not be so dependent on technology that we forget who we are as humans without it. Um, I often think, like, I can like a stranger's post, influencers. I've never met this influencer before. I feel like I know them, yes but I've never met them before and I don't actually know them. I only know what they want me to know. 
and I'll like their post, but on the street, if I see someone who's wearing a really nice outfit or they are humming and they're humming really, really well and I think they can sing well, or I don't know, they just, their smile is really nice. Will I go up and compliment them? Because I've got no problem liking a post that has a pretty outfit and then commenting, oh, love your outfit. Um, but would I do that in real life? Is, am I just hiding behind a screen and is that the only way I know how to socialize? Or can I go up and say, I really love your voice. I love the way you smiled there. It was, you just, you look really beautiful today. Will I be able to do that? Do I have the confidence to do that? And I'm not saying you have to do that to everybody. Some people, that's not what they do. But if I, for me, if I can like their post but not talk to them in real life, there's some sort of dependency on technology that I need to fix. And this can be little ideas. You don't have to suddenly be like, right, I'm leaving my phone phone at home for four weeks. Please don't do that. Like, that's extreme. Um, Try to find a balance, just little things. Like, when you're walking to the shops, leave your phone at home. Or you're going to pick up the kids from school, maybe leave your phone at home. I know it's different because people want to get a hold of you and if there's an emergency, you do need the phone right there. But just... Think about little things. That's why it's a balance, and it's a balance for you. You cannot look at someone who has their phone on airplane mode 24-7, like my roommate does, and look at them and be like, oh, my word, I'm totally failing in life because they can have self-control like that. It's different for you, and it's different for them. Don't compare. Find the balance for yourself. And some seasons will be different than others. Um, If you have a family member in the hospital... Do you need your phone on you? Um, if your child has gone on a, a school camp, you need your phone on you. Um, there's different seasons that will require you to be more um, active on technology, but that's not this point. That's not what this point is trying to get at. This point is if that is hindering your ability to socialize with people and who you are as a person, that's when you need to be looking at okay, how am I using technology? Is it effective or not? And then adjust accordingly. Next up, we've got make exercise a part of your lifestyle. Now, this is something I feel very strongly about because I don't have the time to do a three-hour gym workout, um, nor do I think that that is 100% what my body needs. Um, I run, and I have a specific time of the day where I run, um, but being when I when as soon as I came to university I definitely we walk everywhere it's a small little student town and very few of us have cars and if you do have cars you don't really drive anywhere because parking is limited but we walk to restaurants we walk back from restaurants we walk to campus we walk back from campus we walk to the sports center we walk to our friends houses we walk to the shops we just we walk everywhere that's the first response is can we walk there? And it has made such a difference in, um, in just, yeah, lifestyle, in the way I, the, my mindset and my, my body's um, makeup or whatever. Um, it's, when you make exercise a part of your lifestyle, it becomes so much easier to be consistent. Um, so try to incorporate movement in little ways throughout the day. For instance, we have the option here in South Africa, and I'm pretty sure the rest of the world does as well, Um, where you can order groceries online and the groceries are delivered to you. I don't do that. Lots of people in university do do that. 
whereas I don't because I want to carry my bags back from the shops. And when I am doing that, I'm thinking of it as a form of exercise, but it's part of my lifestyle. I have to go to the shops. I have to buy these things anyway. Might as well incorporate some exercise into that. And I think also when you do that, you can create more time for other things because now in order to get your 10,000 steps in for the day, if you're one of those people, you don't have to go on the treadmill for like an hour to get in your 10,000 steps because you've walked. Even um, if you sit down, I know my watch beeps at me every hour to say, you need to go and walk 250 steps. Um, and then I'll get up and do a little walk around, whatever. Um, little movement throughout your day, I highly recommend. This next one doesn't really apply to me, but it could apply to you, and it's avoid online shopping. And what I've taken from this is um, if online shopping or pretty much any consumer mentality satisfies instant gratification, try to limit it. The whole idea of a simple lifestyle is to move away from that consumer mentality and have your life be enough for you without needing to constantly fill and stimulate yourself. Um, that's kind of what we're trying to achieve or what I see a simple life being. So if online shopping brings you instant gratification and you know it's not good for you and you wish you could stop, try avoid it. That can be your challenge for this week. Next up, have a library of healthy and easy meals. How often do we see um, recipes on Instagram, on TikTok and Pinterest and we save them? This is so me. You save them, but then you never go back to look and try them out. And then when you need to find a recipe, you just search recipe, quick and easy, healthy meal prep for the week. Um, Being a student, I rely heavily on meal prepping because of the amount of lectures we've got, the sports requirements, social things. And the changing load shedding schedule, can we please talk about that? Um, it's near impossible to make a new fresh meal every single meal time, three times a day. And this can get frustrating because you eat the same things. If you meal prep, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, then I eat the same thing for five days. Um, so what I've started doing is I'll buy like a base ingredient, for instance, pasta or rice or um, spinach or something. Um, and then... I prep ingredients, so I prep tomatoes, and I'll, I don't know, another example, I'm trying to think of what I did this week, um, but I, I basically, I prep ingredients so that I can add this ingredient, I can leave out that ingredient, or I can add it, um, and then you create, can create different meals that taste different, and that you kind of like, oh no, I really want some, some of that in my meal today, so I can have some of that in my meal today, it's not like, oh I can't, because I made a tomato pasta, doesn't matter if I want cheese and spinach, um, I have to have the pasta because that's what I meal prepped. Um, so definitely, I think buying ingredients has and prepping ingredients has helped a lot. If you live at home and your parents cook for you and that's how you get your meals, maybe ask if you can cook for one night. I know my sister and I were expected to do one meal um, every night. Um, well, not every night, every week, one meal a week. Um, if your family eats out a lot and that's something you'd like to change, maybe ask about it. Maybe ask, if, hey, can we make going out a bit of a treat and we do it like twice a week? Um, or if your parents are super busy and they're like, look, we really cannot do that. We can't like prep food for, for the week and not eat out. Maybe look for healthy options whilst eating out. Um, I've been blessed to grow up in a household that instilled 
a really good balance between the different foods. But if that isn't your story, it can change and you need to be the one to change it. Next up is create a reliable system for your admin life. Guys, there are so many admin things out there. Ways to keep track of your to-do list, your calendar, your exam timetable. There's so much going on. If you try to organize everything in all of these different apps, that's actually not going to bring you peace because, oh, I'm looking at the wrong calendar. Let me look at this calendar, which is stuck up above my desk and not on my phone, but my one on my laptop is different. Just pick one (laughs) and try to simplify your system that way. Find what works for you because there's so much to remember in life and by picking one admin system, it makes it consistent and it makes it easier to be consistent and it's a lot more achievable because I think simple life is intentional life. We're not talking about simple as in the idea of like simpleton, you know, when someone isn't as smart, they're not really there, like, oh, he's such a simple, he's such a simpleton, you know, that's not what we're talking about. Being, having a simple life is being intentional about it. And you do not need a drastic life change in order to reset your life. I think small and simple changes, um, even though they're little, they're sustainable and therefore effective. So the next one is to let go of narratives that do not serve you. Are you constantly reaffirming your fears and your shortfalls? Because you actually attach yourselves, your, yeah, yourselves to the narratives. But if your narratives restrict you, then you're restricting yourself every single time you speak life into that narrative. So what new narrative do you want to incorporate? And start affirming that. For instance, I'll give you an example. I often say to people, oh, I really like being busy. I like being busy, I work best under pressure, etc., etc. I don't like being busy because when there's too much going on and it's meaningless work, I do not enjoy it. I like being productive. I like being purposeful. So the next time someone comes up to me and says, oh my word, Ray, you just seem to be doing it all. Um, Like, how do you cope? I'm going to say, I'm not going to say, oh, I really like being busy. That's where I thrive. I'm going to say, you know, I really love being productive. I love having a purpose to my day. And that's what I'm going to start affirming because that's a narrative that doesn't restrict me. Next up is to set intentions. There was a YouTube video I watched when they spoke about goals being the desired outcome versus intentions, which are the guiding tool. And instead of focusing on the goal, which you actually cannot control, focusing on the intention of that. So what does the goal ultimately want to bring you? For instance, if you want, very silly example, you want a new car, because it's going to make you feel better about yourself. Your ultimate goal is to make yourself feel as though you succeeded. So your intention can be to apply habits of a successful person each and every day. That can be your intention. Next up is to design a purposeful environment. This is kind of linking into the first one. In school, we learned about this thing called ergonomics, which is basically how people interact with the environment and how can you change the environment to ensure that people work at their most effective level. So for instance, if you're sitting at a desk, your knees and your legs should form a 90 degree angle. That's how high your chair should be. It should allow your legs to create a 90 degree angle. And when you're sitting up straight, your back should be against the back of the chair and your arms, the desk height, should allow your arms to also create a 90 degree angle. 
your elbows need to be creating that 90 degree angle. And that's the most um, ergonomically efficient way of sitting at a desk. I know you would have seen all those funky chairs or keyboards um, on like Instagram, all those little videos. That's all got to do with ergonomics and how you interact with your environment. Obviously, we cannot go and create a brand new keyboard or a brand new bed. That's going to work better than your current bed. But just pay attention to how you move throughout your day and how can you change your environment for a better life. I'll give you a quick example. I had a plant in my room when I was at home and it was sitting against, um, like, by just next to my, my sliding door. And the plant was beautiful, it looked stunning, but in order to walk around the other side of my bed, you had to shuffle through this little canal of floor that I had left between my bed and the plant. So basically, it was blocking off one half of my room. The plant looked beautiful, but it was not very ergonomical. I could not move around my environment in a purposeful way. So little things like that, how can you change that? How can you make your environment um, easier for you to move around? Next up is however you clear your mind and slow down and get out of your head and allow yourself to rest, start incorporating that daily. A lot of people, I remember I watched that movie, Eat, Pray, Love, and the guy, in, when she's in Italy, he talks about how there's the Italians, instead of um, the way potentially we do it, um, they will incorporate little things throughout their day, like going out for a meal, having a glass of wine at lunch, all those little things. It's not an extreme thing. It's just a simple, consistent way of living. Whereas what I find myself doing is swinging from extreme to extreme. I am working, 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 working during the term, and then I burn out, and then I will take like a week off, or like two days off, and I just do nothing. The same can be true with like dieting. You diet and like so much so that you don't have carbs, you don't have sugar, you don't da 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 da. Not a very balanced lifestyle, but you cut out all of those things and then you finish the diet and then you just like binge on chocolate and all of that jazz. That's actually not a simple life. That's not sustainable. You're swinging on either side of the pendulum. And that's not how we want to live. So these little resets, don't save it for your, your mid-year getaway weekend. You can still have your getaway weekend, but try to incorporate little things into your day that do allow you to slow down, get out of your head, and allow your body to rest. I hope that these tips have given you some things to think about. You do not have to do all of them. I am not going to be doing all of them. Just pick a couple and then see how you can incorporate them into your daily life so that we can move closer to this idea of living simply. Also, living simply, the simple life, is not a destination. It's a lifestyle. It's the journey. You're not going to be like, oh, fantastic, I've achieved it, I'm at the simple life. There's always going to be something to work on. You are literally just starting the walk. It's not like you're walking to that destination. Um, 
So yeah, I hope that these things have given you something to think about and that you have an absolutely brilliant week. Thank you for listening to my little bit of a croaky voice this morning. But thank you, Lord, that I can speak. And I hope that you have an amazing day and an amazing week. That's all for Simply Ray. Head over to my Instagram, Simply Ray Podcast, to keep up with the daily updates of the weekly challenge for the simple life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Ray Podcast. Be sure to follow and turn on post notifications as we continue sharing the mundane moments of life.